Welcome to the Beyond Stuck podcast with Coletta Jones-Patterson, where we feature guests who have overcome the odds and have gotten unstuck. In their words, they share with us practical insight and tips on how to go beyond stuck and enjoy life. On today's episode, our guest is Whitney Jenkins Roberts. After earning a BS degree in elementary education from Mississippi State University, as well as a master's in secondary education from William Carey University, Whitney entered the workforce and taught third grade for three years. Once she had her son, she wanted to stay home and spend more time with her children. At that time, she started a t-shirt business with her sister Tamara. Since then, the business has grown and Whitney has taken it on full time. As co-owner and operator of Prissy Press Squared, LLC, she enjoys the constant hustle and bustle of serving others through custom designs and creating different items for them to wear. She is inspired daily by her husband, Kenny, and their three children, Kai, Cash, and Crew. Whitney currently resides in Mississippi, and in her free time, she likes to play tennis, travel, and spend time with her family. Please join me in welcoming Whitney to today's broadcast. Thanks for joining me today on the show. I just want to get your thoughts and your story on um, getting unstuck. So first of all, how do you define stuck? I define stuck as being in a place in your life where you feel like you're alone. You have nothing going for yourself. You have nothing to look forward to. Mm-hmm. You are just in a very dark spot and you're helpless and you don't know who to turn to, what to do in order to just get out of it. It's kind of like just being in a funk. Mm. I like that because I think a lot of people can relate to that, just um, feeling alone and helpless not knowing what to do, where to go, who to reach out to. And you can find yourself there there for, I mean, several days, weeks, months, even years. So talk a little bit about what were some of the, right. ways, what were some of the ways that you found yourself stuck kind of in that funk and um, how long were you there? Well, I was stuck for years. Wow. <laughs> and the, the unfortunate thing was I didn't know I was stuck in the beginning. Mm. And I say that because I was so young. I got pregnant at 15 and had my daughter at 16. Wow. And, um, and I was stuck because I was a teenage mom Mm -hmm. and being a teenage mom, there's, there's only so much you can do. I mean, you're not of age to go do much. Um, You can't go provide for yourself nor your child because you're still in school. And it's just like everything snowballs out of control. And because I'm still, I was still growing Mm -hmm. and maturing as a person. um, I didn't know how to help myself. Right. And thankfully um, I had parents and I have parents who recognized that early on that, okay, you know what? I can't help her. We can't help her. She can't help herself. Let's, let's seek some professionals that can at least assist her Mm -hmm. in getting through this the best way she can. Yeah. And I think where I was, um, stuck where, I mean, well, I, I got unstuck from that, from that part. But what I mean by years of being stuck is that, um, I became ashamed of my past. 
and I list and I let what um how people treated me and what people said and things of that nature I let that affect me as an adult and mm-hmm. other things I eventually stuck I would say last year because I had this situation that happened where a lady asked me um how old we were just discussing hey you have kids yeah you know how many you have blah 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 and she asked me how mm-hmm. old our children were and I I said oh well my uh, my oldest is uh 12 and she said 12 what how old are you mm-hmm. and I was like oh hmm, 28 and so you see <laughs> you know it happens all the time like it happens often especially when they see me with my kids and and I see them calculating how mm-hmm. old I was and what the age difference is. And sometimes I go in and tell them, well, I was 16. And they're like, oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, wow. You know, and, and I and I see, I know what they're thinking. And mm-hmm. last year when that happened, I said, you know what? I'm not about to sit here and do this for the rest of my life until, mm-hmm. I'm, until I look old and I feel okay with telling them how old my kid is and how old I am. Like, that is not okay. So I got unstuck from that shame last year. And now I don't care. It's just like, okay, I got that off my chest. Everybody knows how I feel. Like I needed that breakthrough for myself because it's not fair. And it's not fair to myself, mm-hmm. but it's also not fair to Kai, my oldest, because I want her to think that I was ashamed of her. Because that was right. not what it was. It had nothing to do with her. It was my choices and that's what I was ashamed Mm -hmm. of because I was embarrassed or what have you and it's not fair and I don't ever want her to think that oh well because my mama had me so young she's ashamed of me and she doesn't want me or something like that and that's so far from the truth so I had to do that for not only myself but for her right that's so good. Um, and so it sounds like that was probably your breaking point that you just realized enough is enough and right. I'm tired of living this way and there's something better. Um, and so you were able to to get rid of the shame. So walk us through that process because I know there are a lot of people, they may not have been, been teen moms, um, but they've been stuck in some way and they carry a cloak of shame and of guilt and of um, feeling like they're not worth something better. And so walk us through that process of how you felt, and then how you got rid of the shame. Because I know it wasn't an overnight thing. There were um, some thought processes that were going forth that you had to kind of work through. So um, can you share a little bit about that? Um, are you meaning like from when I was younger or from the older shame? Which one, which one are we? Are we talking about oh. all of it? <laughs> it could <laughs> be all of it, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, that'd probably be good, yeah. Well, when I was younger, how I, what made me feel better I should say, because, I mean, I never really got out of the being stuck. I thought I had gotten out of being stuck, but I would say what put a Band-Aid on it at first was that I kept doing me. I knew what I mm. wanted. I knew the goals that I had set for myself. I knew what I wanted to achieve, and I did it. So I didn't skip a beat. I continued co- uh, high school. I graduated with honors. Mm-hmm. I got a scholarship to play softball. Um full scholarship, went and played softball, uh, graduated, got my degree, got, um, got married, fin- continued, got my um, master's degree. You know, I did everything. I continued mm-hmm. to do everything else in what society would call in order. 
And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt better. And I was like, okay, finally. And and this is so sad, but when I felt accomplished is when I got married and mm-hmm. I could say, okay, I'm married with a kid. Whew, mm-hmm. I'm married with a kid. I feel, girl, you did it. You yeah. know, and that's mm-hmm. not cool. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> right. But that's where. It didn't fix the root. It did not fix the root. It did not. I had to fix the root because, you know, it, it was within me. And people say, okay, well, yeah, mm-hmm. self-esteem, my self-esteem was actually not non-existent when it came to that, like none. And mm-hmm. I was so insecure that I thought getting a degree, getting married, having a job, doing, I thought that would fix it. And it, 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 it didn't, it did nothing because yeah. years mm-hmm. later to, I had, um, at the point, um, of the big awakening that I had, <laughs> I had been yeah. married, um, three and a half years and had two additional kids by this point. So here I am, a mom of three, been married some years now, and I'm still wallowing in this shame and I'm still stuck. So mm. the, how I got unstuck for real, for real is I had to realize I'm not anchored to this world. I'm anchored mm. to the Lord. And, yeah. and my root comes from him. So in order for mm-hmm. me to be filled, I can't fill myself up with what society says I need to fill myself up with. I have to fill myself up with him and, mm-hmm. and, and seek him when I'm feeling ashamed, when I'm feeling hurt or abused, embarrassed. I seek him because there's a word for me in that book once I open it up. And once I realized yeah. that I'm a child of God and that when I repented, when I came to him and when I came to know him and all that good stuff, I became a new person, regardless of mm-hmm. what label society wants to give me. That is not who I am. I am mm. bigger than that. I am clothed in dignity and strength and I am a peaceful mm-hmm. person. I am everything good that he can say that I am. That is me. And once I realized yeah. all of that, I said, you know what? It is now time. And what's so crazy is that he's he's so funny. God is funny. He he has a tendency mm-hmm. of cracking jokes on us. And, you know, we right. giggle at the end of it. Like, okay, God, we, I see you. After I had this encounter with the lady that I told you about, I dreamed mm-hmm. about that encounter. I kept, mm-hmm. I dreamed about it. I could not sleep. It bothered me so bad. I said, okay, God, I got you. Okay, fine. Well, a few days before that, mm-hmm. I had to do another interview, kind of like this with um, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Facebook called me and was like, hey, I got to do an interview with you. Do you mind doing it on camera? And I'm like, uh, I said, I will not do anything live. I'm not doing anything on camera. I have best no, <laughs> uh-uh. I can do it on the phone, mm-hmm. but I'm afraid to do anything live. So fast forward, I had Mm -hmm. this thing with this lady and I keep dreaming. After I woke up from lack of sleep and all this stuff, I'm like, okay, Lord, I I, I hear you working with me. I I feel you. I get it. Mm -hmm. I'm listening to a podcast and um, listening to Albert Tate's podcast. And I say, okay, God, yeah, it, I mean, when I say it hit the nail on the head, it was about being ashamed. Mm. and walking in shame and I'm like oh my goodness okay okay Lord confirmation 
so <laughs> he's telling me he's speaking to me this whole time he's like Whitney you gotta tell it Whitney this isn't it I understand you heard me and I understand that you get it but I need you to tell the people that you get it. I need you to tell them about me and what I've done right now mm-hmm. and I said okay well I was about to type it out and then I mean like mm-hmm. this is a whole conversation that I'm having in my head with the Lord I'm like okay he's like no 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 you could type it out all day long. No, I need you to go live on Facebook. You know that new feature they got? I need you to use that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I just told a man on Facebook, I don't do live. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. But I was hot and stinky and sweaty because I had in the, I ended up walking like four and a half miles that day just talking with the Lord and listening to this podcast and going back and forth with myself. And I was like, okay, okay, God, you in. I went live right then. I was out of mm-hmm. breath. I was hot, sweaty, sticky, but that's what I needed. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful. Like to this day, I'm so grateful that I have a relationship with the Lord to where I can hear him. I hear yeah. him and I can feel him and I know it's him talking to me. And it that comforting feeling of him walking mm-hmm. with me every step of the way is so refreshing because it reminds me we are not of this world. Like we're, we're not, we're not here mm-hmm. to stay. The ultimate goal is to be with him. And in order for that to happen, I got to hear him. I got to see him. I got to obey him. And that's where I am. That's, that's how you become unstuck. Everything goes straight back to where you are anchored. So who are you anchored to? Yeah. What are you anchored to? Yeah. That's how you mm-hmm. get unstuck. That is so good. So taking a look within and being anchored to the Lord. I mean, there's no way around it. Um, and, but I like what you said, seeking him first, but then not wearing the labels that society tries to put on us. Cause if we'd be honest, I mean, there's a label for everything. And if we get attached to those labels and our identity becomes one with that label, then we'll always stay stuck because someone's always going to feel this way about us, or we're not good enough here or Mm -hmm. too much of this or that. But if we know that, that doesn't matter. You know, our anchor is in the Lord, then we can easily free ourselves and get unstuck. Right. Um, so I love that. So, and, and you mentioned going way back that there was this band-aid solution, just chasing after things because you felt like once you got married and had another, another child that would just take care of everything, but mm-hmm. you never dealt with the root cause. And so um, I think that's a really good point. And so let's um, share a few more things. You've already shared lots of awesome tips <laughs> for how to get unstuck. But do you have any other, um, or first of all, let's see, how is your life different now that you've gotten unstuck from that shame and from that funk that you were kind of in for years? Well, I can freely talk about this. This mm-hmm. is like, honestly, the third time I've ever shared my story. Mm-hmm. The first time being last year when I went Facebook Live. <laughs> And I've shared it one other time since right now. So I can share it freely and I can smile while I'm talking about it. Like, I'm like, yeah, that happened. But here I am. This is a new Whitney. And like I said, it's mm. just refreshing to know when you when you've um, been uh, released and you've uh, the chains have been broken to whatever had been holding you hostage. It mm-hmm. just feels, it feels so good just to be able to just talk about it and not worry and not, yeah. not worry about the judgment and know that, Hey, there's, I'm not the only one and I'm not going to mm-hmm. be the last one. Someone else needs to hear this, Whitney, help them out. Mm-hmm. This is why 
this happened. Like the Lord knew every step of the way, what was going to happen and who was going to need to hear your story. And, and he knows who you could possibly help. So don't hold on to that. Right. Tell about it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why um, I started this podcast because I wanted people to hear real life stories of people that have overcome real issues and have gotten unstuck and are experiencing freedom and victory. I mean, that's what life is about. So I'm so glad that you shared your story and that you will continue to share it because I know people will be free because of it. Um, So what other advice might you you have for the listeners? Anybody that's still kind of like battling, you know, am I ready to let go of this issue or I just don't know what the next step is? Um, We've already mentioned, of course, reaching out to the Lord. But what if they're just really struggling with like some practical things? Honestly, my one of my um, phrases that I use all the time is people need people. Mm -hmm. We're not meant to do life alone at all. If we Mm -hmm. were meant to do life alone, God wouldn't have given Adam Eve. We're not meant to do handle handle issues alone, any of that. So if you're struggling, seek help. Tell a friend, Mm -hmm. tell a loved one, tell someone you trust. Um, And that's easier said than done. But I promise you, once you release that, you feel so much better. You're able to just not carry that burden alone. Um, mm-hmm. find, uh, find someone where you can confide in and just tell them, Hey, look, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm dealing with. What would you do? Help me out. And they can mm-hmm. nine times out of 10 point you to the right direction. If they don't know how they know someone who does. So mm-hmm. people, like I said, people need people surround yourself with a group of friends and let them rally around you so that you can get where you need to be in life. Yeah, that's awesome. So find community and don't be afraid to ask for help because I think a lot of times we can be prideful and feel like, oh, I got this. And I think sometimes as women too, there's kind of this sense of, oh, I'm a superwoman. You know, I made it through that. I can do this. I can do that. Right. But there's no, I mean, that's not what we were meant to do. We were not meant to carry all these heavy burdens and we're supposed to release those burdens to the Lord and to do it with community. So I like that you brought that up. Don't do it alone. There's help out there. Somebody's been where you are. Absolutely. Someone can um, help you. Someone can help you get through it. So just don't feel the shame of you are alone or right. no one wants to help it's you. Okay to yeah. It's okay to not know. It's okay to not know everything. It's okay to not know who to turn to or what to do. Because there are people who can, who can help you, who do. There are people who mm-hmm. do know that are that there are mm-hmm. people who can give you that advice that you're that you're seeking. So don't be afraid to reach out there and, and don't be afraid to say, OK, well, uh, they're going to judge me or they're No, they're not. They're not. Mm-hmm. And if you're afraid of someone judging you, then that's the wrong person. Right. Now, what would you say, Whitney, when are there times when you still have thoughts that maybe pop up that, you know, negative thoughts or, you know, a feeling of, oh, here we go again. I mean, what do you do? Absolutely. um, How do you handle that? Because I know that, you know, this is all a process that you walk through. And so, yes, you've been healed and you're moving forward. But I'm sure there are days where it's like, oh, I mean, I'm just going to be real, real here. You know, there are certain people that trigger that for me. Mm. there are certain places that trigger that for me, you know, I, mm. there are, I mean, so if I, if I see, I'm just like, Lord, I, I don't want to go back there. And I, mm. and I get myself through that, you know, I, it's, 
I'm, like I said, I'm a, like you just said, I'm a work in progress. You know, like I said, there are mm-hmm. certain things and certain people that I may see and that, that trick, like, I don't know if I just go into a shell, like I'm afraid or what, mm-hmm. but I literally, it, it, yeah, it's like I have PTSD or something when it comes to that for real. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, I know, I know PTSD may sound like extreme, but no, seriously, it's a trauma. It is a trauma. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was mm-hmm. like, like someone who may be listening, he's like, well, what do you mean by trauma? Pregnancy itself is traumatic. Mm-hmm. Being in high school and carrying a baby in front of your friends and there being cliques and people discussing you and you not being able to handle that and you being bullied, that's traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, labor and delivery is traumatic. And then you have this thing called postpartum depression that is very, very, very prevalent in the Black community that, is, that I suffered from. That entire thing was crazy. And... I had church members and different people that different loved ones that I was like, okay, I thought you love me, but you're mad mm-hmm. at me. You're treating me this way. And it, it was awful. Mm-hmm. So as I got older, I was able to break through that and get, get over it and get past it. But like I said, to this day, certain people, I may not remember what they said, but I remember how they yeah, and it's kind of yeah. like I cocoon my I cocoon myself, and I'm like, okay, you know, I don't was here, you know, and I have to talk through talk to talk, talk through the process and say, okay, Whitney, you're fine. This is not you. Mm-hmm. Good, you know, you you can you can get through this situation, you can get through this moment. Yeah, breathe and let's go. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to I'm able to you know collect myself and remember that that label that. I'm, about, I'm putting on myself for this person is not and I gotta get back I gotta get to, I gotta get together yeah that's so good so you just take a moment and stop and you have to breathe and just remember that no you know I'm not that person I'm not that label right um, but then you did right. mention like there's certain triggers and so trying to avoid the triggers if you can um, sometimes we can't but as much as we can <laughs> <laughs> that's helpful um, but being able to shift those right. negative thoughts, as soon as you can shift a negative thought to a positive one, the quicker that transition happens, the more successful you're going to be in staying unstuck. So <clears throat> it sounds Absolutely. like you've been able to do that pretty well. So, um, well, how can listeners can connect with you if they want to reach out or have questions or whatever? I am on Instagram as well as Facebook. So if you guys wanted to connect with me, um, I am there as Whitney Jenkins Roberts on both. You can also connect with me through my business site, Prissy Press Squared LLC on and um, any other way uh, I can shoot my emails. So anything, I'm, I'm available on yeah. all platforms, I guess. <laughs> yeah, on all platforms. So yes, definitely reach out to <laughs> Whitney um, on Instagram or Facebook is Whitney Jenkins Roberts. She also has a business, so um, feel free to hit her up there. Um, tell us a little bit about your business, Whitney, and what you do. Oh, I am the co-owner of Prissy LLC. Uh, my sister and I created this business, and we um, do custom vinyl and apparel, screen printing, shirts, hoodies, anything we can put vinyl on or screen print. That's what we do. Cool. So if you need any screen printing or vinyl done, shoot her, um, hit her up for that. 
But thank you so much, Whitney, for your time and for sharing your story. Um, and I know God's going to continue to do great things You're with welcome. you. You're welcome. So we look forward to seeing you guys next time on the Beyond Suck podcast. And have a great day.